Hey guys, what up? What's up? It's me, your host, your hostess, your host. Ho- ooh, <sighs> made me hungry for like some sort of hostess thingy. Are they just hostess cupcakes, or is it like the whole array of desserts, or is it little Debbie who has hostess cupcakes? I'm confused, but I want one. Yeah. So how's quarantine? It's almost over very almost over are you excited to like be out of your house without feeling illegal (laughs) i am i'm excited for summer and people i love people and i'm excited to see you guys and stuff well i just decided to do a podcast real fast if i led to talk about some things that the lord is teaching me i'm just gonna read you a few verses and just talk about that it'll be real short it'll be great and yeah let's get right into it all right so i just felt on my heart to share some verses with you that i found about love and like just the 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 gravity of it the like how to what is it you know because we hear love so often like love the lord your god and Sometimes I get confused on how important it is and how how to do it in a way that pleases God. So we're going to just dive into that and learn about it. So the first verse that I have for you is Joshua 23:11, which says, "So be careful to love the Lord your God." So be careful to love the Lord your God. So it it says be careful to love the Lord your God, not love the Lord your God. Be careful to. When you're careful with something, you you you're careful. You're cautious about it. You be, you're careful to do it. You're very cautious when someone says, "Be careful, don't fall." You're cautious. You're like, "I'm not gonna fall." You're cautious. You're watching where you're going. I don't know. Have you ever played like, "Don't step on the crack, or you'll break your mother's back," or like, "Don't step on the crack. Don't do this." You know, you're on the sidewalk and it's like really cracky, I guess. And you're trying not to step on the crack. You're going to step on like the solid parts. When you're not stepping on the crack, you're very cautious about where your feet are going. You take, you take, you're thinking through everything. You're like, all right, if I put my foot here, am I going to fall? If I put my foot here, is the other foot going to step on the crack? You know, you're cautious about every step that you take. And it's the same way with with loving God, it's supposed to be on the forefront of our mind, 24-7, love God. You're supposed to think every step that you take, is this going to be pleasing to God? You're going to think, you're going to have it in your mind to love God. It's going to be always there because you're careful to love God. So you're cautious, you're thinking is about every step. Is that going to be pleasing to God? Is that loving God? So that, I mean, it's just it specifically says be careful to love God. And it just, I've never thought of it like that stress, stressing, being careful to love. Sometimes you can think loving God. That's just the lifestyle of a Christian. You love God and you read about it. I love God. Be like, you know, love God. And that's just kind of like how it is in our mind. We love God, but we don't do it. We don't love God. It's We're not careful to love God. Sometimes we'll think like, oh, I need to love God. I can't murder. I can't steal. But like the way we talk to each other, the way that we look at each other, the way that we 
present ourselves to each other? Is that loving? Are we careful to love God? In every step that we take, are we careful to love God? Deuteronomy 30.20 says, You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God. You can make the choice. The, you have a... Sorry, that was my chair. It always moves weird. You have a choice to love God. Obeying Him, committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So... Loving God is the key to your life. Loving God. So when you have a key in your hand, it, it unlocks the door in front of you. Say you have a door in front of you and you have a key in your hand. You, can't, you cannot get into that door unless you have the key. It's the same way. If you have the key, which is love, the key to your life, you can unlock the door and step into the purpose and the fulfillment God has for your life. You can step into the life God has for you, but only with love. If you obey the Lord and if you love the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. You will live long in the in the life God has promised to give you if you love. And I just want to stress loving God. I was reading about loving God and four times in the Bible, it says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. So that was Psalms 118, verse 1. Psalms 118, 29. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful, I can't even talk. His faithful love endures forever. Psalms 36, 1. Let all who fear the Lord repeat. His faithful love endures forever. Psalms 118.4. So loving God is obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. And four times in the Bible, it says, at least four times what I could find, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. So what goes right along with loving God is giving thanks to God. When you understand how, when you understand what he's done for you, you're thankful. And sometimes we as Christians, or at least I, as I've grown up all my life in a Christian home. My dad's a pastor. I've grown up with a loving mother and a loving father, with sisters and like everything I could ever want and everything I could ever need. And sometimes I, I take advantage or I just like, I'm not ungrateful, but I don't understand like how much he's done for me if I, the Lord... If, if I just, if I've, if I've had everything, if I, I can't be, sometimes I think like, I can't be that grateful because I haven't gone through what other people have gone through. Or I just, I just forget all that God has done for me. I forget how much he loved me. I forget that like him dying on the cross was very beneficial to me as well. Like I'm alive because, you know, I can just take for granted what he's done for me because I, I don't know hardship. And some people, they go through hell and back and then they understand, they can understand what God's done for them because he pulled them out of that. And sometimes us, we've had a good life. We know everything. It's hard to understand that the Lord loves us. You know, it's hard. I don't know if this makes sense, but like, it's hard to understand that we need to love the Lord. Like it's hard to understand it's hard to, not hard to love the Lord, but hard to like, 
commit yourself to him because you know all he's done for you and we can just take for granted what he's done for us so it's hard to like make every choice loving the lord so i mean we just think let's just take a moment and think what he's done for us so number one he came to earth so god jesus was up there with god he had all he had everything god had like you know he was seated at the right hand of the father he had you know god created the heavens and the earth so jesus had the same power that god had he came to earth as a human being so he immediately lost sitting at the right hand of the father he immediately lost he became a human so he isn't like god anymore you know what i mean he doesn't have the same things that god has because he's a human now he's not god anymore he lost that. He gave up that for us. He came to earth. He died on the cross. Okay, so like we hear he died on the cross all the time. Easter was just this past week. So we like, we know he died on the cross. But like, I mean, he died on the cross for you. He died on the cross for me. He didn't just die on the cross to die on the cross for somebody, for every, you know, not for everyone, yes, for everyone, but for each person specifically. He didn't die for the whole Christian population and just that. He died for everyone in the Christian population. He died for you. He died for me so that we didn't have to live a crappy life. So that we don't have, we don't have to be addicted to drugs. We don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to live a horrible life. We can live the life God has called for us, but we we have to do that with love. We have to understand that God loved us so much that He sent His only Son. So we have to repay Him back with that love. I don't. I just ran off on a rabbit trail there, but we have to. He loves us like that. So we need to understand that we need to love Him. We we can. The least we can do is live our whole lives loving God. Be very careful to love God. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to the Lord. We need to give thanks. All that he did, all that we just talked about, we need to give thanks to him for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let all who fear the Lord repeat, his faithful love endures forever. Understanding the love that he has for us and telling everyone about it. Repeating the, the, his faithful love endures forever. The Lord protects all those who love him, Psalms 145, but he destroys the wicked. All those who love him. So if we don't love him, okay, we can love him, but if we don't grasp the gratitude of all that he's done, and we don't love him, he won't protect us. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue godliness. The wicked, wicked are those who don't love the Lord. Because you don't love the Lord, you don't have love at the forefront of your mind so you can get a sidetracked get sidetracked and not love the lord you can get sidetracked over here and go here and the lord the love is at the forefront of your mind so you don't have that there you don't have it like you don't have the love of god you don't have knowing what he's done you don't have your love for him you don't have his love for you at the front of your mind so you can just, you know, God doesn't love me. I'm going over here. You know, oh, God doesn't love me. I'm going to go over here. Or you know he loves you, but it's not there. You know what I'm saying? It's not there. You don't have it. 
the Lord wants you to love him. He loves you. He wants you to love him. I just didn't make a whole lot of sense back there a few minutes ago, but I want to get this point across. He loves you. He loves you. And he wants you to love him. I can't stress how important it is to love God. If you don't love, you won't have the key to your life. The the key to the good life God has for you, you won't have it unless you love him. Unless you commit yourself firmly to him. Firmly, not committing yourself softly. Loosely, firmly. When you press on something firm like this table, for instance, you press on it. It doesn't give in. It doesn't like bend itself to the will to the will of my fingers. Right? That's the same way our love has to be with God. When something of this world pushes on us, we don't just give in. We love God. We we hold true to our true form, which is loving God. You see, this table right here, I push and I push. It's not going to give way. It's not going to give in because my fingers are pushing and my fingers want it to bend. It's not going to because it has a form that it was made in. And it knows what it's supposed to do. I mean, you know, whatever. It knows what it's supposed to do. It doesn't know, but it, it understands. <laughs> it, it's a table. It won't push. And that's the same way that we're supposed to be. Committing ourselves firmly to him. Committing. This is what the Lord wants. This is what we're going to do. We're c- going to commit ourselves. We're not going to be pushed around. We're going to commit ourselves firmly to him. We're going to commit ourselves. And we're going to commit ourselves We're going to commit ourselves and we're going to hold true to it. We're going to commit ourselves and someone in this world is going to come and make fun of us. We're going to give up. No. Commit ourselves firmly. Know that the Lord says we're supposed to love him. We're supposed to thank him. We're supposed to tell everyone about him. We're supposed to witness to people because he's coming soon and he wants everyone to be saved. He loves everyone. And those are that we're committing ourselves to that. When someone makes fun of us, when someone doesn't like what we're doing, we're going to give up. We're going to stop. We're going to change our ways. We're going to twist it so we're doing what we want and not what God wants, but it sounds like what God wants. No. So I hope that made sense because I kind of went crazy there. But the Lord, he loves you. And you need to love him. We can work on it together. Loving the Lord, he loves you. You. He loves you no no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going to do, no matter who your family is. He loves you so much, okay? And he wants you to be his child. He wants you to be, he wants you to be in his love and to understand his love, that he loves you. He's going to protect you. He loves you. So, In order to have the love of God in you, you need to be a child of God. And being a child of God, you need to have a relationship with God. So if you don't have a relationship with God today, I want you to pray this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Make me fresh and new. I want to live for you. I want to love you. Thank you, God, that you sent your son to die for me. I can live for you now because I'm a new creation in you. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Congratulations. 
you can now be under God's love and have God's love. You know, he loves you a lot. It's just so amazing to think of the love God has for us. I love to just think and just to know and to just ponder on the love of God. So I hope I got my point across because I kind of went a little cuckoo, but you know, the Lord loves you. That's my point. Okay. All of this means the Lord loves you and he wants you to love him. I'm stressing the importance of our love for God. He loves you. We understand his love. So now we need to love him. Right? Thank you guys so much for joining me. This podcast was a little off topic. I just, I didn't have like, you know, notes set out. I was just kind of going off what I felt. So thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for listening to me and for taking the time to listen to me. Like I just said, oh my gosh, I'm repeating myself. I want, all right, okay, listen. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me. I said that five times already. But I'm very thankful for you guys. I love you. God loves you. You need to love him. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great, great day. The rest of quarantine. We're going to go the it tops two weeks of quarantine. All right. Two weeks tops. And then I'll see you in church. Okay. Get your butt in church. The Lord's coming soon. You don't want to be one of the people who don't get to go to heaven with us. Okay. I'll see you in church. I love you guys very, very much. Have a great day.